I've just realised I've not got a gym t-shirt on. But I will. Sign there. Mm, uh, this we're, we're here. <laughs> just before we get properly into this episode of the podcast, uh, the last couple of weeks we had some pretty shitty news. Um, one of our like long longest uh, members, um, yeah, one of our longest, most consistent members who threw herself into absolutely everything, got poorly and unfortunately passed away, uh, which was Shivy. Um, she's going to be really, really missed because she was a massive part of the community that we had here. Um, and yeah, uh, it's pretty sad news. Um, I'm going to put a link in the in the description to a fundraiser, which, as far as I know, uh, a family is going to use to like give to like children's charities because she worked with uh, at-risk kids, and so something that she always wanted to do was help put activities uh, on for at-risk children, um, which is obviously a fantastic cause. So. If you can spare a couple of quid, um, myself, all the members of the gym that knew her, which was pretty much everybody, uh, she was one of those larger-than-life personalities. Um, her family and all her friends would be very, very grateful. I, I definitely would be. We're also going to be selling some T-shirts that um, basically are going to have uh, a saying that she always used to say. One of the greatest, greatest quotes. One of the best fucking quotes you can come across ever. I'm not going to ruin it. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but... I've spoken to a couple of her mates and they said it's a great idea forever for as long as like the fundraisers going we'll give any profits that we make uh from those particular t-shirts uh to that fund because i think it's a really really great cause and it's something that i know she'd be like she'd probably cringe at the thought of it uh but yeah, she's hated but she'd, obviously but she'd love it time, yeah. yeah like if it was anyone else she'd be like made up and buzzing but because because it would be her she'd probably be cringing her head off so yeah, just wanted to, before we get stuck into today's episode, just wanted to preface it with that very, very sad news. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty shit. That's main, one of the main reasons why we haven't done an episode for like two, or three, three, weeks. two three weeks, something like that, because cause kind of felt a little bit, a little bit fucking trivial in, in the grand scheme of things. But we're back now and we've got something that we want to talk about today. So uh, we'll get stuck right into... Uh, right into today's episode um welcome to this episode of the podcast uh i'm martin kimberley joined as ever by james mcphee how's things james not bad getting, getting fitter mm. strength still on the comeback just to good to see training for high rocks how long have you got to go now long time well <laughs> where are we november is yeah. it november yeah, it's like it the end of november like away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no it's funny that next what are we now july, july. august yeah. september october no four yeah four and a bit months like i like how much to count our fingers <laughs> <laughs> if, if if it's not a bar and colored <laughs> plates <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. then yeah, like I tell people that at GCSEs that's, I got a B a in th- maths. That's the thumbnail right there. So I suppose like it's coming off fingers. But I can't even count to B. <laughs> um, so yeah. Same, same alphabet. I've got to go through the whole alphabet to realize. To get to the letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's the number like? What's the number? Wait, <laughs> yeah. What's the corresponding letter? Like what's like seventeenth? What's the seventeenth? Seventeenth <laughs> yeah. letter of the alphabet? Like, it's, it's <laughs> <ABC>. <laughs> Okay, shoes and socks off. Yeah, I swear. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, high rocks for those that don't uh, know about it. Do you want to like the gist of it is basically you do a workout followed by a one k run. Even, mm. you know what it is. It's, it's not quite. It's basically like crossfit gymnastics. Mm. Way to, it's basically all the fun stuff. <laughs> it's like you do like eight k worth of running with an event after each after each one k. What's possessed you to to enter that? Being broken, <laughs> <laughs> wanting to like have a purpose for training. Yeah, yeah. I obviously couldn't last last year. I, when did I enter? I entered like it was a while ago. Like because I was going to do it with you, and then when you went, yeah, it's a hundred quid, and it's in Edinburgh. I was like, oh. London. <laughs> I, was, I was like, there was an Edinburgh, but I think it was too soon. Is it in London? I thought it was Edinburgh. Yeah. I think it was Edinburgh one, but yeah, it's one of Manchester in January. Mm. I'd probably have to go. That's more expensive than London. Oh yeah, of course it is because it's in London. Um, a hundred quid is like a tenner in London. <laughs> well, my um, is one hundred and four pounds. Went. Is it? Yeah. All right. It's a bit of a funny one. Mm. Um, yeah, because it's obviously right in the middle of the rugby season for me as well. So I'd probably have to go for some kind of summertime one, tops half and all that. Um, yeah, like. So yeah, you've been smashing the five, and you've been doing ten k's as well. Fifteen k's. Fifteen k's. Fucking hell, you absolute madman. In the thirty degree heat event, mm. as well. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna carry the boats. That's that is very very true, very true. <laughs> Who is gonna carry the boats? Um, the logs. Classic Goggins. Love it. Um, yeah, like my thing for uh, rugby. Uh, because we're coming up to pre-season starts for us next week. We basically had to train for an extra two months because of the cup finals. So we had like a, so yeah, we basically got an extra two weeks worth of rest, which is fantastic. But starting up pre-season next week, next Tuesday, see the next, it's either next week or the week after. Um, so probably a little bit like yourself. I'd been doing a 5K twice a week and absolutely refusing to run further than 5k a figure that run about 5k in training broken up into like walking jogging sprint and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and probably the same again on a saturday for a match so usually what what happens with me is like in the summer i tend to uh kind of let my diet go out the window get a bit fat but get a lot barbecue, stronger. Barbecues, pizzas. <laughs> yeah. All the fun ice stuff. Ice cream. All the fun shit. The beers. But uh, that comes at the detriment of my uh, overall general fitness. Like, my strength goes way up. Um, but... It's like pre-season's four, though, isn't it? Mm, I mean, yeah. Or pre yeah. yeah pre-season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what I was figuring was, if I can just generally get myself a little bit fitter, in time for pre-season by doing that and also adjusting the type of training that I do in the gym as well, it's going to put me in a pretty good position. But yeah, the other day I miscalculated how far I'd run um, and my thing went off when I'd hit 5k um, and I was like literally the furthest point away from home because I refused to run more than 5k. It takes like 25, 30 minutes, something like that. I had to walk home. <laughs> It was pissing down, so it was fantastic. Like nice. I know, I, I refuse to 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 run anymore. So yeah, I think we're both 
both on the right track with our training. You're, you've been smashing PBs. I haven't really been paying attention to uh, to the distances. Just just fucking getting it done because honestly, to me, running is just fucking boring. Like, give me an egg shaped ball. Have those highs yet? Yeah, well, I don't. I, take your ball for I don't think I yet. <laughs> I thought about it, but I, I probably look like a bit of a weirdo. Like, yeah, with a, with a rugby ball in the mouth. Give, give me a ball and like a, a group of people to run into, and yeah, let's go. Give me I mean, just a blank, just a, an empty town, park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonder how long it would be before you got like detained by the police or like tased because you were you were running round, you were running round just like just charging into people, <laughs> taking a crash ball into like a group of grannies. <laughs> Um, I have to go and find out. I know, yeah. yeah. That's next week's podcast. It's like yesterday in Lush, but like, I was thinking, what would happen if you just walked over to each show and just took a bite? It's like, <laughs> just like, to eat, like each one, just like, take a bite. But I don't, I don't like no, that. I don't like that, yeah. <laughs> How long would you like, get away like, with that? Just like, take a scoop of the paste, just like, lick it, but like, go anywhere. <laughs> like that, they're so bad, get to give you a bar, so we just take a bite. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's <laughs> a wasp flying around there. So are we. Got stung by a wasp the other week. Well, I mean, I could, die, still like, there? I could, I could die like I get stung by a wasp, so. Um, Don't want that. Mm. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> I, was I was fixing. Um, I was fixing some washing, fixing a towel. Whoa, whoa. I'm not punching the wasp, it might be <laughs> punching and stinging me. I was fixing a towel. On the maiden outside and it had kind of it was on the towel and when i moved it it just oh, jumped onto my finger it's and went the gym. she's getting a pump on <laughs> king wasp it's just on three o'clock so <laughs> yeah it's booked in <laughs> booked in for open gym anyway like uh we had a subject that we wanted to talk about which i've completely forgotten what we said we were going to talk about uh, but it was your idea. Like, what, what, what would you give your? Oh yeah, that was advice it. or not? Like three things you'd tell yourself. Three things to... you'd tell your younger self. That's the one. About, about training or life. Training. You'd probably go about training. Yeah, like life, we'd probably be here all fucking day. Three yeah, things I'd about training. Don't don't do body part splits. It's a bit of a not a wasted time, but in terms of performance and benefit and yeah time yeah okay so do chest back legs shoulders arms there's four upper body parts and one mm, and one, one lower. lower yeah <laughs> even just a simple upper lower would be much better much better yeah and then just alternate between the two mm. yeah no, that's, a, that's a good one um yeah probably training appropriately for your goal like to, to tie, tie onto that for like rugby the classic thing that I see is like is lads sort of training like bodybuilders for rugby mm. and although it is a good idea to have a little bit of muscle bulk benching yeah like round his shoulders yeah 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 benching benching curls which alright yeah that's got a place in a just the, the mirror muscles isn't it yeah that's got a, that's got a place in in a a general like sort of fitness program but there's other things that you could do which would help with your your rugby performance and still 
still make you look good. You'll make that. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, like although although obviously uh like stuff like bench pressing doing curls would have its place in uh potentially like a performance program. Doing it to the extent that I see a lot of like amateur, maybe like semi-professional rugby players doing it, probably not really gonna result in that much uh, performance benefit. Like, yeah, having a strong chest and strong shoulders is gonna serve you pretty well. But also, if you're just doing that, if you're just doing just bench press and curls like three, four times a week, you're kind of wasting two sessions. Really, that's my sort of opinion on it. On like your point there, like train elements that are gonna one help reduce the chances of getting injured and two help improve your performance so having all all over body strength being like a more powerful uh athlete being able to put yourself in in like kind of compromised positions so like training at like full full ranges of motion to uh you know like full range squats for example is probably going to be a pretty good idea like being able to move through the full range of motion and then maybe limit the range of motion like maybe like a box squat or something like that so that you can really overload movements and build even more strength i think that would be a that'd be a pretty good thing that i would definitely tell my younger self that feels like cliff there or something Yeah, but then we'd have to, to talk that way. Just hang on. So I'm still showing that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just pass it back and forth. I think that's probably going to be a better idea. So basically, you want to make it like more, even like uh, more functional. Mm. So it's got more more transfer over to to your sport. Mm. You might always recommend well, full body for for a beginner anyway, rather than body parts. But like I was in. Pure gym yesterday, and it was like a group of lads came in. I started doing back. I was just like, I was trying to bar doing like bent over rows, like the was background, <laughs> and I'm like trying to put straps on, like to show how to use straps. And I was like, <laughs> back days, <there, is> <laughs> yeah. I kind of like this to be honest with you because it, it gives us the chance to actually digest what the other person's saying and have like a, a pretty good response to it. So that's a this is a pretty good idea really um also charging the other mic is probably a good idea yeah um right i agree with that um someone who maybe is using like the rugby example someone who's maybe like a pretty good rugby player like if they are relatively inexperienced in the gym it's still probably even going to be a good idea to do whole body sessions in the gym because isolating body parts unless you've got like a specific and like an obvious weakness if, if you've genetically got big massive legs but like a tiny little upper body then it's probably going to make sense that you prioritize uh building your upper body building like a stronger back stronger shoulders stronger chest all that kind of thing and maybe you train your lower body once a week that's just like a obviously an extreme genetic example 
but yeah, like training, um, training sort of parallel to your sport, but not trying to like mimic what you do in your sport is going to be a pretty good idea because obviously there's lots of things of like practicing landing mechanics and all that kind of stuff, which for all I'm a fan of being prepared for like a variety of situations. There's not really that much in the gym that's going to uh, directly correlate with <laughs> with the rugby field. Like, think of bench pressing to increase your shoulder and chest strength, not to, uh, yeah, yeah, not to, like, how often are you going to be in a bench press position on a rugby field? Not really that often. Exactly, exactly. Um, so... Absolutely bladdering that is probably a pretty terrible idea. But yeah, um, not doing body part splits unless you literally have the time, have the patience, or you're a bodybuilder. Yeah. Also, to finish, advanced functional training, like what I would call functional, is like what you said is like your, your, like the sport itself. Mm. By actually being in the game, that's like more functional than. Yeah. You can just like use the gym to transfer over into that. Yeah. Like landing mechanics and all that can help you carry over into the game. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to make it to my brain it's just like cogs are going. <laughs> I get it. I get it for sure. And the, the second point was it's going to be like f- food is your friend. <laughs> like food's going to fuel your sessions and not just make you fat all of a sudden. Okay. Yeah. Was that from like my eating disorder days where I was scared to eat, lost mm. a lot of weight. I still wasn't feeling myself properly to lose the fat properly, so I lost a lot of muscle as well. Mm. Nutrition is key. It's probably, I'd say what's more important than training. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, obviously, definitely. I know, yeah. <laughs> I definitely, on, on the point of the mic. Uh, have you seen it where they, like, people clip it to like wooden spoons and shit like that? <laughs> Quality. Um, on the the sort of subject of uh, food, yeah, definitely. Like um, being adequately fueled is going to help with your one energy perf- performance and your recovery. So if you have to perform again in a relatively short space of time. Obviously, coming back to the rugby example, you've got like a, a usually a week's turnaround to be as recovered as possible to go again for another eighty minutes. So, yeah, being being adequately fueled with decent food, good quality food, is is going to be a good idea. Um, not going, not going too extreme with it uh, because there was times when I was like trying to keep all the muscle mass and playing rugby and basically after every match I'd have like a, a Big Mac uh, large fries and a McChicken sandwich like just because I knew that like post post match is probably the time where you can afford to like let the um, let loose the quality drop it's more about like the lead up to it. Um, now, obviously, a lot of the rugby players that I've like worked with in the past, they'd have like a Greg's bloody 
sausage and bean milk before training and stuff like that, which probably isn't going to do you too much good. Be a, a bacon butty van mm. on a Saturday morning, a footy somebody there. I just want to get one at half time. Yeah. You know, a fag of bacon butty and get back on the pitch. <laughs> You're like, mate. How, how we like. I mean, he was a big fella, big and he, he, he just sit in the halfway line and just wouldn't move. <laughs> but he wouldn't even go like as far back as your, like the centre can go as far forward as this. So it's just. <laughs> he's going to win the ball. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to add to that as well, yeah. Just remind me of him. What were we saying? Uh, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, after I was like, when I did CrossFit, I used to have to eat so much food, like, I was having four, over 4,000 calories. Like, I'd get back from training after I've bought a cereal, like, half pack of Oreos, just in yeah, bed, yeah. just like shoving it in. Just, like, <laughs> I was ha- hating life, even though it was great <laughs> having that, many, that much food. Yeah, like, food food is, is your friend. Like, you need, you need fats for like hormone production. Obviously, we know how basically everything that, that happens in our bodies is because of like a, a hormone being produced or like a level of it going up or down. So getting dietary fats in there is going to help with those processes um, as well as give you like uh, a little bit of energy as well. Um, Protein is going to help with uh, basically growth and repair. So if you're training hard in the gym and doing your sport, um, you want your muscles to be you basically want your muscles to be growing and you want them to repair themselves so you can perform again the next time. Um, and carbs are good for good for energy. So if you have some carbs before and after you train and compete, and even during, if you're doing something that's like more than, what, like an hour, something like that, if you're going to be training at a high intensity for over an hour, then it's a pretty good idea to have some carbs during your session as well. Um, but yeah, food isn't, food isn't your enemy. Um, but realizing that there are sort of highly palatable, so like super tasty foods that are going to be really calorie dense and they may affect your potential progress or the way that you feel. So an example of that would be maybe, uh, like me, let's say like a, a, da- a family sized dairy milk bar of chocolate. Like it's going to be quite high in carbs, so it's going to be pretty good for energy. Um, but it's also going to be quite high in fat as well, and so the, the calories in it is going to be super high. Um, and because it's so processed, it's going to be it's going to make it a little bit more difficult for your body to kind of use it as a sort of a source of fuel. Um, and you're probably going to end up being hungry again. So probably to tag along with food isn't your enemy. Thinking about hunger management or appetite satiety with like food choices is going to be a pretty good one you want to eat the foods that you would traditionally in inverted commas call good foods yeah like good foods inverted commas and then after your event or like your training session or whatever go for the traditionally inverted commas dirty or bad foods because your body's going to be able to use them a little bit more effectively than if you had them before or you had them on a non-training or competition day. Um, and that'll give you, obviously, the, the freedom to actually enjoy the foods that you like without necessarily ruining your progress. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, third one? Third one. Third one will be, be patient. Patience is king. Can't have everything now, unfortunately. 
this day, even in this day and age, you can have anything like click of a button. It doesn't quite work with results, especially with gaining strength and muscle. It takes a long time. Whereas like with like losing fat, you can use like what's it, one or two percent a week. Whereas gaining muscle, you're on like one one two percent a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I like definitely agree with that. Um, the numbers for uh, fat loss and muscle gain. Um, Absolutely, you can't Amazon Prime <laughs> strength or muscle. Really, like it's <laughs> it's different places you get that kind of stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> From those Eastern European cough syrups. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't. Um, nose hammer. Is that Amazon backwards? Nose hammer. No. <laughs> nose hammer. If that's not taken, let's take it. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't uh, rush the results that you want. Uh, they are probably going to take some time. Now, the first thing that's going to happen is you're probably going to find yourself getting a little bit stronger, um, just purely because of neurological adaptations. So it takes like a week or two for your body to adapt to like a new stimulus. So if you've just started training and you're really, really sore from the training sessions. That's basically just your body's way of going, ah, we've done something that's not normal. How do we deal with this? Once your body gets used to it, for all our bodies are great and amazing and all that, um, they can lag a little bit. So last night we might have done a heavy squatting session and then today our legs are on fire and then tomorrow it's really painful to walk up and down the stairs. After a couple of weeks of doing that, Basically, your body adapts to it and realizes, oh, okay, this is something we're going to be doing regularly. We'd better, we'd better adapt. We'd better get our asses into gear and basically keep up with what we're trying to do. Now, those are the first changes are going to be neurological. But depending on how you're fueling, so if you're looking to gain muscle, uh, you need to be in a calorie surplus. If you're looking to lose fat, you're going to be want to be in a calorie deficit now it's both of them are pretty straightforward processes they're simple but they're not particularly easy um unless you can be extremely regimented um so after those neurological changes have taken place and your body's gotten used to the stimuluses that you've put it under at that point it has to go okay well in order for us to deal with the uh the exercises that we're doing we either need to grow more muscle or we need to use the fat stores that we've got to fuel it and so that's why strength training in particular can be pretty useful for fat loss or muscle gain <laughs> because it comes down to nutrition um if you're in a calorie deficit and you're carrying a little bit of excess body fat then your body's going to see that your body's going to see the training that you're doing as a reason to keep hold of the muscle that you've got and also a reason to start using the, the excess fat stores that you have as a, a source of fuel, as a way of getting rid of it. And on the flip side, if you're looking to gain muscle, your body's going to see that slight little excess of uh, fuel that you're putting in like, we need to do something with this, and we need to deal with the training that we're doing. So it's going to start building muscle and repairing itself more efficiently. 
Now, obviously, the two, those are, like, I'm making it sound very, very simple. Uh, um, there are a bunch of, like, oops, there are a bunch of, like, complex, we're still, we're still good. There are a bunch of, like, complex processes that go along, like, with either of them. But the gist of it is that's what happens for losing fat and building muscle. Um, and the way that you fuel your body is what is going to determine that. Um, so, yeah, like you say, be patient. You can't rush your results. Um, it can take it can take six months to get out of shape. It can take six weeks for you to basically get rid of half of the unwanted body fat that you have. It can take it can take six months for you to build a little bit of muscle, but it can take you two or three months of doing fuck all to lose it. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and I won't name any names, um, but someone was going on about how they needed to get back into the gym because basically the t-shirts didn't fit well anymore, and it's because they'd stopped training. And the sleeves on t-shirts that used to be super tight were now really baggy. It's like, well... When did you stop training? Oh, a year ago. And you've done fuck all since. Well, that's not surprising, really, because you've not given your body a reason to hold on to the muscle that it has. You've basically just been eating and running. <laughs> so your body's adapted to the to the thing that you've made it do. Our bodies are super smart. It just takes a little bit of time for it to catch up and for it to head in the direction that we want it to head in. Generally speaking, you can make a noticeable change in about 30 days. Like, about 30 days is probably the fair thing to say, really, isn't it? Like, you could, you can build a little bit of muscle in 30 days. You can lose a fair bit of fat in 30 days. So if you carry in excess body fat, you can aim to lose between, like, 3 and, like, 7% of your, bo of, of your body weight. And a majority of that will be body fat. But those long-term results... They will take time to come. It's gonna take it's gonna take a while for you to get the exact results that you want. It's all about consistency and about staying true to the goal that you have. You got anything you wanna to add to that? No, all, all sounds pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, um if we could go back in time and give our younger training selves a little bit of advice, those would probably be what it would be another one of mine would probably also be don't fucking run as many five or 10 k's as you as you did because it's not going to help with your quest to uh build some muscle and get better at rugby it's just going to make you tired you can probably drop about 90 percent of the extra running that you were doing <laughs> that's just me personally um yeah uh I think that was a pretty good episode. Like I mentioned at the start, uh, in the description, there's going to be a link to uh, donate to Shivy's uh, GoFundMe uh, or Just Giving page. I can't remember which one it is. That's going to go towards like a charitable foundation that's going to help with underprivileged kids do uh, activities like go paddleboarding, uh, get into the gym, go snowboarding, all things that like Shivy was like well into um, and wanted to set something up to help them out so any amount uh her family friends absolutely everyone who knew it will be grateful for it um and as well we'll be sticking on the t-shirts that we've arranged because we're going to do one big order 
um, of them, and then they're going to go on our website as like a permanent link. So there'll be a link to order or pre-order one of those uh, on the uh, description. But yeah, till next time, hopefully we'll have two charged mics in the next episode. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you later. Bye.